Hey, what's going on guys and welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Matters podcast. I hope you're all having a great start to the week and let's get right into it. This week's podcast is going to be a little bit more personal and a little less constructive than some of the ones I've done before. In this past week, I got hit with a wave of adversity that blindsided me and completely came out of nowhere, but we'll get to that later. Now to give you more perspective leading up to this, in the past few months I've been making positive changes in my life and it's led to positive growth. And in terms of my faith and relationship with God, I've been taking strides to go closer to Him and to be more in tune with His plan for me. In all of this, I developed a really good self-image for myself, one that tries to do the right things in the right way, trying to have high values, trying to chase after God's heart, and trying to be one to walk with Jesus every day and spread his light to those around me. Of course, I have my slips and moments of doubt, but that's inevitable, and my goal is to transcend past all that to mess up less as I grow closer in relationship with our Father in Heaven. So seemingly, I'm only going up. I'm feeling the healthiest I've ever felt, the strongest I've ever been, and the most disciplined I've ever been. And it's through this that I gained a sense of pride, thinking that nothing could stop me since I'm doing things right, right? Well, two weeks ago, I was throwing a bullpen with my pitching coach, Bobby O'Neill. Sup, Bob? I was finishing warming up, and as I step on the mound for the first time, I already feel my forearm tightening up. I'd throw a few low-intent pitches, and before I got to five, I had to bang it because the pain was coming up to my elbow. Now, through that week, I took it easy with throwing and luckily didn't have any significant problems, but I still felt like my body was all of a sudden drained. My workouts were getting harder to get through, and I fatigued quicker in pitching and the weight room, seemingly for no reason. Then I get to Monday of last week, and I wake up with my right side in the most pain I've ever felt. I tried to go to the bathroom, but I ended up passing out. Waking up my dad, I woke up on the tile with him asking me what was going on, and I couldn't even talk. He helped me up to the couch and again asked me what happened, and I knew as much as he did. I passed out. No understanding why or how, it just happened. I hit my head on the counter, I guess, but other than that and body chills, I was fine the rest of the day. Then at 3 in the morning, I go to the bathroom, pass out again, waking up everyone in the house with how loud I hit the ground. I woke up to my mom looking over me, trying to get me conscious again, and my dad and sister in the hall, and everyone looking like they'd just seen a ghost. But still, I wasn't worried. I knew that God had his angels over me, and somehow this was for a reason. The paramedics came asking a bunch of questions, gave me the choice to go to the hospital or stay home, so I stayed home. The rest of the week came and went. I saw doctors and took tests and got no explanation, so the rest of my time during the week was spent on homework, eating, sleeping, and trying not to pass out. I was in a haze all week, met by the spins every time I went to bed and woke up, my head constantly pounding and on the edge of consciousness every time I tried to use the bathroom. I still tried to stay positive, though, ignoring any negative thought that crept in my head. But I couldn't deny how I felt. I worried about how far this would set me back, and when I could even get back. How this would impact my return to baseball. How it would affect the strides I made in the gym. What if it's something bad that will take a lot of time to recover from? My family and close friends reached out, gave me support, and told me they were praying for me, but for me, I was thinking, why did this happen? Then I opened my Bible, spent time in the Word, and realized that I needed to lean on God even more than I thought I already was. 
I didn't realize it at the time, but I was lacking in faith. I was hurt that even though I was seemingly trying to do all the right things in the eyes of the Lord, that this still happened. So the weekends, I am up all night thinking about everything, with my ears ringing, my head pounding, and the room spinning. I get up to get ready for church, and all the negative thoughts are building. I found myself angry and bitter, excited to go to church, but not wanting to talk to anyone and definitely not in a good mood. Another reason I was annoyed was because I wanted to go on a hike with my pastor Josh Kapczynski Saturday morning, and I figured if I was going to risk passing out or some type of health concern with anyone, it might as well be with my pastor. I felt like I was missing out on a great experience to not only learn from my pastor, but experience God. I felt as even if something did go wrong, I would experience a miracle. My family and I finally get inside and worship has already started, so we find our seats and get right into it. As soon as I joined in on worship, all the emotions I had been holding back hit me like a wave. All the negative thoughts, all the doubts, they all flooded my mind. Then I thought of the story of Job, who was faithful to God all his life, and through his life he gained many riches and blessings. Yet Job was put to the test, and God allowed the devil to slowly take away all that Job had. His family, his money, his livestock, his health, everything. Yet Job still stayed faithful to God, saying, Naked I came from my mother's womb, naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. This man lost everything and still chose to honor God and respect him, knowing that just as easily that God takes away, he can easily give back, so long as you are faithful. Then I thought back to a conversation I had on Easter with Pastor Larry Kapczynski, who's Pastor Josh's dad and the guy who started my church, Granite Creek. He told me a story, and to sum it up, it was about how you could be in the middle of a miracle and you don't even know it. You just have to have enough faith to let God lead the way. Then I thought back to the previous week when my body was going through it and how I needed to rest. So I became, in a weird type of way, thankful for what had happened. And then I had another thought. If I knew a miracle would happen for me on the hike, then why couldn't a miracle happen for me today? Now as I'm thinking about this deep in prayer, I physically felt my perspective shift. I felt joy and hope and excitement. My body flooded with this warm feeling. And then my grandma put her hand on my shoulder, then my mom, then my dad, all joining me in prayer. Then I felt a fourth hand, and I had a vision of me in that spot, as if I was looking at myself, surrounded in a circle of angels. Then I felt my ear get warm, and it popped, and instantly my equilibrium aligned and I wasn't spinning anymore. I felt normal. Then I feel another hand tap on my shoulder, I look, and it's Pastor Kim Noyes wanting to pray with me. I again feel God's presence, knowing I've been healed. However, I didn't tell anyone. My family and I get back from church, and my mom and I are talking while making food. She stops, tells me she saw a vision, and wasn't sure if she made it up or if it was genuinely God, but that when she had her hand on me with the rest of my family, she heard Jesus tell her that he was taking care of me and that I'm okay. I told her that it wasn't made up, and that at that moment my ear popped and I was healed. I wanted to tell you guys this story not to convince you that God is real, although he is, but to give you hope, and to say that as bad as it gets, as bad as you've been done wrong, you still have the choice to make it better.
as much as you've lost, you can gain back so much more with God. Miracles do happen. You just got to have faith. And that about wraps it up for today's episode. I appreciate each and every one of you. So until next time, stay positive, love others, and have a good week. Later.